If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. today with Dr. Mark Siegel, professor of medicine at NYU Langone Medical Center and Fox News contributor. Dr. Siegel, school, some school districts like Miami are considering making it mandatory for, for students to get the COVID vaccine. Do you think that's a good idea? No, because the, the COVID vaccine is new. And the group that I'm most concerned about is not children, because children tend to have milder cases. And in the end, Lauren, we're going to need a situation where we vaccinate as many people in the country as possible, and that includes children. But first of all, we're only just studying children now. There was a, there was a study out of Cincinnati looking at the Pfizer vaccine in ages 12 and up, but that's not below 12. So we've got to study the vaccine, which vaccine we're talking about. Is it the Pfizer? Is it the Moderna messenger RNA vaccine? Are we talking about the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine? There's several vaccines that are in the works here. The first goal is going to be to, to vaccinate high-risk groups, healthcare workers, people in nursing homes, people that live in poorer neighborhoods, people of color, people in prisons, people that tend to get higher levels of activity of COVID-19. They have more cases and they have more severe outcomes. That's where we're starting. And then from there, as we broaden it to the whole population, we're going to have to include kids, of course, because kids are spreaders. We're not going to start with kids. That's not an initial group. To your point, when I heard the, uh, the superintendent of Miami-Dade say, well, maybe fall, uh, October specifically of the next school year, I said, well, that seems really early and ambitious because considering mass vaccination on adults starts in the second quarter and Pfizer just started on teenagers and Moderna hasn't started testing yet on teens. As far as I know, I, how, how would it ever be even available at that point? And Moderna is just now starting on, on teens. And, and I don't think it will be available at that point, but I do think, I do think that we're going to see it start to be an issue towards the end of, of 2021. So it's not off the table. It's just not we're gonna, where we're going to start. Much more interesting to me or more relevant, I should say, is vaccinating people before they return to universities next fall. That I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see it in universities in 2021. I don't think we're going to see it among the young, the younger children until end of 2021 or beginning of 2022. Yeah, no, that, that university certainly makes sense. But, you know, for herd immunity, you need, what, 70% of people to, to roll up their sleeves? Let me tell you how that works. Herd immunity is a magic number based on how transmissible a virus is. This one's very transmissible. The more transmissible a virus, the more people have to be vaccinated to give you herd immunity. Look at measles. Measles is way more contagious even than COVID-19, than SARS-CoV-2. That, for measles, you need almost 100% vaccinations 
immunizations. The good news here is the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine look like they're 95% effective. That, that factors in too. So in other words, the more effective the, vi the vaccine, the less people have to be vaccinated to give you herd immunity. The 70% number is a combination of those who have gotten over COVID-19 and have immunity on that basis, which we still haven't proven, but is likely, plus those who are, who are immunized. So I think if we can get about 60% of the population immunized against COVID, that plus people who have recovered from it, we're going to be in the ballpark of really, really slowing this down. Okay. Well, that's good news because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking there are just the anti-vaccination crowd in general. I know tons of parents that just don't vaccinate their children. They don't believe in it. So you have that crowd, but you also have the crowd that says this, this vaccine was just so rushed to the market. We, we want to wait. So a mix of those two schools of thought and are 60% of people going to be vaccinated? Going to be an enormous challenge for us. And I think it starts by me saying to someone or any physician saying to someone, we understand your concerns, but, you know, and social media is not helping us. And the anti-vax movement is not helping us with crazy myths out there like the messenger RNA alters your DNA. Completely untrue. The messenger RNA is in your body very, very briefly. By the way, Lauren, you have your own messenger RNA. So it's not some strange chemical from out of space. We make messenger RNA all the time. So you're introducing a messenger RNA, which tells your cells to make the virus's protein, not the virus, just the protein. And then your cells kill off that messenger RNA. It never gets into the nucleus. It doesn't affect your DNA whatsoever. And then it's gone. And in the first 24 hours, you might feel, might feel fever or fatigue or headache. That shows you that, that the vaccine is working. That shows you that your immune system is being revved up against COVID-19. I'm having a little trouble understanding why people who we're so afraid of COVID are not understanding that this is something to be much less afraid of than COVID. I remember reading about, I wasn't alive and I think it was 56, 1956, but Elvis Presley got on national TV, the polio shot. Do you remember this? And it, it was a huge PR campaign to, to prove to America, you should get this shot. It works and it's safe. And, and it worked. Do you think for, for COVID-19 that we're going to need um, influencers, athletes, even though they're healthy adults who would normally be last in line to kind of go to the front of the line just to prove to parents and, and doubtful Americans that, yeah, we need to do this? I'm completely on board with that point. I'm going to take this vaccine very early myself, and I'm going to get on TV and on radio, and I'm going to tell everybody it worked. It's safe. I did great. I'm, I'm immune now. Uh, not just me, but that's why I think the strategy of immunizing healthcare workers first is a really, really good idea for a number of reasons. First of all, we are encountering COVID-19 patients. I'm, I'm encountering them, but there's people that are encountering them even more frequently than me, and they need to be immune, not just to protect their own health, but so that they're not spreading COVID to other patients, unknowingly, high-risk groups, so I, I like that healthcare workers are at the front of the line. We need to me we we need to be messengers for how safe and effective this vaccine is. And then we're going to have the numbers where we're giving it to people in nursing homes. And if we see that the the number of cases and deaths in nursing homes drops off, that's going to be a message to the American public. Look, right now six percent of the cases of COVID nineteen are in nursing homes, but thirty nine percent of the deaths. We should be able to make a dramatic impact on that over the next month or so. Hold that thought. More momming today right after this.
Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. We are back on We're Momming today with Dr. Mark Siegel talking about getting people to actually choose to get to get uh, vaccinated from coronavirus. And I was just comparing this in my head to the, to the flu shot. I mean, that's hardly effective some years. It requires an annual immunization. Um, and, and, you know, in terms of schools, as far as I know, I think there's only one state in the country that makes K through 12 get the flu shot, and that is the state of Massachusetts. Looking at that um, framework for the typical influenza shot, how does that play out for COVID-19? Obviously, it's, it's more dangerous. The vaccines are more effective than the annual flu shot so far in the testing. But, you know, can Massachusetts say, okay, you want to come to our school, you got to take it or any other state for that matter? Well, you got into the legality of it, but I think you're on the right side of how you framed that. Anybody can say, if you want, we have that at NYU. If you want to work in our hospital, you got to take a flu shot. Anybody can say that. You want to, you want to, you want to work in our restaurant, you got to take a, a COVID shot. I think the more effective the vaccine is, the more it makes sense to be saying that and the worse the virus is. So in other words, with flu, it's a little problematic to be making that mandatory statement because the vaccine itself is only about 40 to 60% effective. Now, I believe that that's enough to take it, and I take it every year, and most of my patients do. But COVID, which can cause even more severe outcomes than the flu, is more transmissible than the flu, and the vaccine looks like it's going to be more effective than the flu shot. That's a no-brainer. That's something that everybody has got to take. And I like how you framed it because I don't know if we can make it a mandatory vaccine, but we can certainly say, hey, if you want to go here, you need to have that vaccine card. You know, you want to go on a plane? We don't want you on our plane without a, that vaccine card. Now, we're nowhere near that yet. And I'm not uh -huh. a big fan of mandates or reg regulations, as you know. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of over go government overreach, but I'm a big fan of vaccinations. Yeah, and you're a big fan, I think, of getting society back to normal because I'm really bored. I'm really bored. And I was thinking this morning, um, I, you know, they were saying in, in six to seven months, that's when, like, the mass vaccination really starts here in the U.S. And I, part of me was hopeful, like, okay, 
you know, soon, soon, you know, you can get on that airplane without thinking twice or eat inside that restaurant. But then I thought of the, what, nine months of, of lockdown that we've already done. And I was like, wow, it's 2020 was the year that we stayed home. And 2021 is going to be the year that we stayed home also. It's painful. Well, and, and think of how it is for people who are in very poor neighborhoods that, you know, have nowhere to eat. Uh, their kids are, are not in school and they and they don't have proper, um, you know, Internet or, or ability for them to learn remotely. It, it's a very, very troubling time for communities that don't have resources. And, and I don't know that we're thinking about that enough. I view public health as not just COVID, but the impact of effects to contain COVID. What's that doing? What about all the delays in vaccinations for other diseases? What about, you know, cancer screenings? What about heart disease treatments? What about emergency procedures? We're calling everything elective. Some of those elective procedures turn urgent pretty quickly if we don't do them. Well said. Dr. Siegel, thanks for the time. Thank you very much for having me, Lauren. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.